Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And uh, we're just rolling along here in the AFC West. I just covered the Denver Broncos, so check that out if you haven't. Uh, but here we are. We're looking at the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. So super exciting, defending Super Bowl champs. They got a lot of juicy pieces for fantasy football. Uh, so super excited to talk about the Chiefs. It's actually a pretty simple fantasy evaluation. Uh, a lot of things remain the same. And uh, basically just one new wrinkle here that we'll have to talk about. Uh, but anyways, looking at the Chiefs here, uh, we're on the fantasyfellowship.com. Uh, the team page is here. You can click on the Teams tab and uh, roll down here to get to the Chiefs. So we're looking at head coach Andy Reid, offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, uh, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo. Uh, we're probably going to see Eric Bieniemy be a head coach next year. I would imagine it's going to be his year. I don't know where he's going to go. Uh, I've always kind of wanted to see him in the New York Jets with Sam Darnold. But uh, anyways, uh, Andy Reid's been in Kansas City for a while. Bieniemy has been – this will be his third year as offensive coordinator. So he's had a lot of success with Andy Reid the last two years and with Pat Mahomes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a head coach. It's only a matter of time. Um, and then I guess let's just get right into the, the depth chart here. Quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, backups, Chad Henney. Uh, Jordan Te'amu and Shea Patterson. Uh, they did not draft any quarterbacks, um, but they did re-sign Chad Henney. So uh, backups in place, that's fine. Uh, but it's all about Patrick Mahomes. Let's just take a quick look at his numbers from last year. Uh, of course, he did miss two games because of injury, but he was still good enough to finish as quarterback six. And if we filter here on a points-per-game basis, you're going to see Pat Mahomes um, he actually was only the seventh best quarterback last year in a standard format, which is four passing touchdown points, uh, negative two interceptions, all that good stuff. Basically 25 yards equal a point uh, for passing. So Mahomes, I mean, he was injured, so that's kind of why things didn't go as well. Um, but, I mean, the guy can miss two games and still be a quarterback one. So uh, super excited about that. Um, and then let's see, let's just look at his numbers real quick. In the 14 games, he ends up throwing 26 touchdowns to five interceptions. He even rushed for two touchdowns, uh, over 4,000 yards, and uh, basically the same completion percentage that he had his MVP season, uh, 65.9 there. So uh, Pat Mahomes, man, he just didn't have the touchdowns. He was a little bit dinged up last year. Um, but I think he's still my quarterback one in fantasy this year. So everything about Mahomes uh, is, is fantastic. Uh, no, no problems with any of his injury. Uh, from last season and yeah super safe he's probably got to be the first or second quarterback off the board um, if you're in a two quarterback league I don't mind doing that as early as the first or the second round even he's, he's a good sec late round second pick uh, a late round a late second round pick in a standard league or a redraft league uh, so Mahomes everything about that is magnificent and then let's just we're going to skip the running backs we'll get to those in a little bit uh, but if we're talking Mahomes, we got to talk about his receivers and the tight end. So uh, the wide receiver room, of course, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, uh, second year, Mecole Hardman, and then uh, backup guys here, Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, Garrett Dieter, Felton Davis III. And then we got a bunch of guys here trying to make the team. We'll see if any of these guys can do anything. Uh, but they didn't draft a receiver and they did not sign a receiver. They did restructure uh, with... Uh, Sammy Watkins and they did bring back Demarcus Robinson so um, if anything I think it's going to be an interesting uh, camp battle for the number four spot between Robinson and Pringle to see who gets on the field more 
Uh, if you remember Brian Pringle last year, he had a pretty nice game uh, when Sammy Watkins was a no-go. So uh, they've had some success with both Robinson and Pringle. So those guys are p- players we need to keep an eye on. If anything happens to Tyreek, Watkins, or Hardman, we know one of those two guys will be the next man up. Um, but let, I guess let's just start with Tyreek Hill. Uh, let's just pull up his numbers real quick. He did miss a few games last year, but uh, Tyreek Hill is still uh, an excellent player in fantasy football. Um, on a points-per-game basis, his numbers are going to be down because if you look here, week one, I mean, he pulled up in the first quarter with that injury, uh, only got two targets, two receptions in. So this 4.1 game really dilutes his fantasy points per game. And then this other game here against the Chargers, I think that was a Monday night game where he couldn't he, – he tried to play, but he just couldn't uh, get past the first quarter. So he ended up with a zero here. But on a points-per-game basis, you look at these numbers – uh, look what he did in the playoffs even. Um, so, I mean, Tyreek Hill in a best ball league is one of my favorite receivers to target, even in a redraft. I mean, he's going to uh, – people are going to probably argue about his home and away splits, but I don't I don't really care too much about that. I mean, he had his best game last year on the road at Tennessee, 11 receptions, 157 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so that doesn't bother me at all. I love getting uh, a, a attachments to Patrick Mahomes. And if you're going to do that, you're going to get Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey. So to me, uh, if I'm sitting at the 12 spot in a redraft league and I get, you know, the 12 and the 13th, it's really hard for me to pass on Tyree Kill twice there. So uh, that's kind of the sweet spot. But I think Tyree Kill, um, after Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams this year, Tyree Kill is my favorite receiver. So he's my wide receiver three. And uh, I don't know, he's he's got double-digit touchdown upside. He's going to probably get over 1,300 yards if he plays a full 16 games. And uh, I don't know, he's just a dynamic player, and he's fun to watch. So uh, try to get Tyreek on your team if you can, you know, late first, early second for sure. And then we got uh, Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman here as the number twos and number three. Uh, the thing about Sammy Watkins is, like, he just kind of disappeared in, for stretches down the season. But uh, if you look at what he did in the playoffs, this is where he started to kind of come back into my graces here. Uh, so we see 11 points, 24.4, and a 14.8. Uh, he didn't really get a lot of targets in the Houston game, uh, but 10 targets in the, the championship game against Tennessee and then six in the Super Bowl. And he had that massive play. Uh, I think it was a third down conversion or something in the in the Super Bowl here, which I actually I'm watching in the background uh, as I kind of in between videos and stuff. But uh, anyways, Sammy Watkins, he kind of disappeared in the middle of the, the season. Uh, he ended up getting I think he got hurt in this Las Vegas game. Uh, but he started the season off with a bang when Tyreek Hill got hurt. Uh, he he was a, I mean, he was a wide receiver three at best with these kind of double digit games. Um, so if anything, I'm hoping we can get a season that looks like this. So I think Watkins has, you know, top 40 receiver upside, uh, but I'm not like going out of my way to get him. I still like the talent though. And I like getting a piece of this offense. So, I, I mean, I think Watkins is a value, uh, but the guy that I think I'd rather wait for is Miko Hardman. Uh, if we look at what Hardman did last year in his rookie season, and keep in mind, uh, he's a converted player. He's still learning how to to play receiver. Um, so he's second-year player out of Georgia. And if you look at what he did last year, um, I mean, he was very inconsistent. But uh, you look at some of these big numbers here on the right side here, we see a lot of double-digit games. So as far as the best ball league, he's one of my favorite targets because you don't really know what week he's going to pop off. Uh, but this is the type of player that, I mean, it's his first full season playing receiver. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff on tape that he can work on. He might be one of the most improved players in the National Football League this year. 
Um, so that's kind of the upside there. And then he does offer punt return, kick return value if you play in those kind of leagues. Um, but again, it's getting a piece of this Pat Mahomes offense. Uh, I think it's very crucial. And, and Hardman's ADP is pretty cheap. And he's one of those players. Like, it's, is it going to surprise me if if Hardman pops off for 900 to 1,000 yards this year? It's, it really shouldn't. Um, I mean, 26 catches, 538 yards. That's 20.7 yards per catch average. Um, so a lot of good things here working with the deep ball. Um, and then he really didn't do much down the stretch. But again, uh, a rookie wall maybe, I don't know. But uh, he's super fast, super talented, and he's one of those type of players that I love to bet on because uh, the ceiling's unknown, and if it hits, it's going to hit hard. So, um, I, again, I want pieces of this offense. Tyree kills a second-round pick. Sammy Watkins is like an eighth, ninth-round pick. And then you might even be able to get Hardman in the double-digit round. So keep an eye on those guys. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I don't really need to talk to you about Travis Kelsey being uh, – a tight end to own in fantasy football. He's been the number one tight end the last few seasons now. Uh, but I guess guys behind him, Dion Yelder, they added Ricky Seals-Jones and Nick Kaiser here. So uh, it's all about Travis Kelsey. If you look at what he did last year, I mean, with Tyreek Hill in and out of the lineup, uh, Kelsey had one of his best seasons. Uh, let's highlight him here. So 97 catches, 136 targets. 1,229 yards and five touchdowns for about 24% of the target share and almost 20% of the total yards of the offense. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's, it's pretty good. It's not quite, you know, 2018 good. Um, and we see, I mean, he had, he had eight touchdowns in 2017, 10 the year before and only five this year or this last year. So I would bet that he's going to have more than five touchdowns this year. I think that's the one number that he can grow on. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be hitting these 9,703 reception type seasons, but uh, I mean, you got to expect him to be, to, you know, come near high eighties, 90 receptions in another 1100 plus yard season. So Kelsey's everything you want in a tight end uh, as early as maybe the second round. Um, but that's going to pretty much cover the skill players besides running back. So uh, let's get into the running backs here. Uh, they took rookie with their first pick here. I guess all rookies are, are, are picks uh, but at 32nd overall they selected LSU's Clyde Edwards Elaire uh, pass catching scat back uh, but he's actually a much better runner than people give him credit for and he is the guy that is going to change this offense uh, in quite the way uh, they still have Damian Williams they still have Darwin Thompson Elijah McGuire was an ad uh, Daryl Williams is going to be back and then they did add DeAndre Washington so they got a lot of they got a lot of running backs you know ready to go here that are decent uh, but it's going to be all about this uh, Clyde Edwards, Elaire, Damian Williams split. I don't think Damian Williams is going to go away. Uh, Williams still might have some some red zone short yardage work, and he's still a, a really fluid pass catcher, and he's he's really well balanced at all parts of his game. So I don't think Williams is going to just completely go. Um, but yeah, man, a first round rookie running back for Andy Reid. Uh, we're super interested. Clyde Edwards, Elaire. He's got Brian Westbrook, you know, stuff to his game. Uh, but this kid, he's he's a, dyna a, a dynamic pass catcher and a runner. Let's just pull up, um, I guess, his stats um, from college, and we'll talk about those. Uh, but playing in LSU, I mean, Joe Burrow, they had Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. He had some elite talent in that offense. And it was a pro-style offense. So we're going to see here 215 attempts for 1,414 yards, 16 rushing touchdowns, and then 6.6 .6 yards per carry, 
And then he's going to add 55 catches for 453 yards and a touchdown, 8.2 yards per catch. So, I mean, massive, massive, you know, junior season for Clyde edwards Elaire, almost 2,000 all-purpose yards, uh, 17 touchdowns. So he's a do-everything kind of player. If you haven't watched his tape, go ahead and watch some of his highlight reels because it's fun. And uh, he's just – he is the – the perfect running back for this offense. And I think I've seen Clyde Edwards go as high as the second round, which is a little crazy. I think he's more of a value in the third or fourth round if he falls there. Uh, But really once we get to training camp and we start to see how they're going to use these guys uh, as a tandem, I'm kind of, you know, hesitant to jump all in on Clyde Edwards because I do think Damian Williams is going to be a part of the plan. But I mean, this team's going to, they're probably the favorite to score the most points uh, this season. So, you know, they're going to get that. And then Edward Lair does prop up, you know, his PPR leagues where he's probably going to catch 40 to 50 balls this season, maybe even more. So uh, it might be one of those situations where he's just is super impressive right away. And just, he demands a, a certain amount of touches per game. Uh, but either way, I think we're going to see a mix of Edward Lair and Damian Williams. Um, maybe Williams, maybe the best thing to do is to, to snag both. If you want to target uh, Clyde and Damian, that might be, uh, not a bad strategy, especially in a best ball league. I think that could work out. Um, but anyways, uh, the rich get richer here with Clyde Edwards, and now they got the tandem with Damian Williams. He's still got Tyreek and Travis Kelsey as must-start fantasy players. And then we're watching to see what happens with with Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman. Uh, but I don't know. Everything about this offense is fantastic. You want a piece of it. But, I mean, it's 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 pricey to get into this offense uh, but it's it's going to be worth it. You're locking in some some easy fantasy points there. So um, I guess looking at the rest of the draft, they did add a linebacker, uh, a solid tackle here, and a safety, and uh, just an edge rusher and a cornerback. So they're focused on the defense here pretty much in this draft outside of Clyde Edwards and the tackle. Uh, so we like that. They did snag uh, Taco Charlton, defensive end, and another cornerback here. So – uh, I mean, defending Super Bowl champs, they don't need to get that much better. They just need to improve a little bit. Uh, so, I don't know. They're in, they're in a good spot here to to have a successful season, and they got to be the favorites, you know, to be a repeat. So, everything is, is lighting up green for the Chiefs, and I think that's going to do it for this uh, podcast video. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, it'd be great if you could leave a like, a comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel as we grow this thing. And uh, if you're listening on any of the podcasting platforms, leave us a rating, review, whatever uh, your platform allows. That would be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, thank you for uh, watching and listening. And uh, we'll see you in another video. Peace.